Hey guys, welcome to Whiskey and Wine Podcast. My name's Cam. My name's Alyssa. Come have a drink with us. Cheers. Hi friends, welcome back to Whiskey and Wine Podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Um, last week was super fun. We're very proud of it and we got 77 listeners. 77. Can you believe it? It's super successful in my brain. Same. I thought we were going to get like maybe 10. With, like, our parents. Yeah, including, and, like, uh, me, you, and Lexi, who yes. are <laughs> currently making the so F- four actual plus podcast. Three. <laughs> I expected seven. Yeah, so we're super excited. Um, and as you can probably tell, or as you can hopefully tell, we finally have our second mic set up. So it was a little touch and go last episode, but we felt like even though we had one mic and we were sharing it and it might have been a little echoey, we needed our episode out. And it made us feel more confident to make this one today. Do you agree? Oh, 100%. And it was like a little soft launch. Soft launch. Exactly. Perfect word. Set of words. <laughs> um, so we want to hop right in and talk about our drinks that we had last week and how shitty we felt the next day. I will confidently say pretty shitty. Um, last week I drank the Esteban Martin. Oh, fuck. I forget how to say this already. Garnacha Syrah. And though it was delicious at the time. I think I drank it with speed and woke up the next morning and felt like someone was jackhammering my skull. So, how about you? I had a similar experience (laughs) with the Four Roses bourbon. But to your point, I don't think we can blame it on the poison we chose. Because we were nervous about the first episode and recording. I think we got a little out of hand. (laughs) A little ahead of ourselves, some might say. Yeah, not out of hand. We kept it professional. Regardless, it was a great time. But final scores. So out of 10, I would say keeping everything together. My first score was an 8.1 out of 10. Flavor was delicious. Drinkability was easy. But now to bring the hangover into it, I feel like I probably have to, you know, bring it down a little bit to like a 7.5. Nothing against my man Esteban, but... That hangover was just too much. And I know what you're thinking, listeners who don't drink wine. Maybe if you don't drink the entire bottle, you won't be hungover. But sadly enough, that's not necessarily true because there's been plenty of times where I've had two or three glasses of a certain wine, been hungover, or had a whole bottle, haven't been hungover. This specific wine, I think it was just kind of sugary. And I don't know, man, that hit me pretty good. But I mean, all in all. I can't really complain. What about you, Cam? Um, my score was an original 6.1 for Four Roses, which I feel I feel solid about, even with the hangover, because we were a little overzealous on the drinking to get the first episode out and the nerves out of the way. But um, I would definitely stick with 6.1 okay, from what I remember bad. of it. And, I mean, we tried each other's, too, and I feel like that went down pretty easy compared to some we've had in the past. Yeah. Also, on that same vein, I feel more comfortable talking about this now at the second episode, but Kim and I have recorded so much audio for this podcast. So, again, we appreciate people who come in and listen and are excited about this like we are because, believe it or not, even though we put out a 25-minute episode for the first one, We've been working on this for about six months. It's taking 
a long time to get used to it. And, you know, we're not professionals at all. And we came into this knowing we're not, but it's been tough. Kim, how many hours do you think we've spent on this so far? I know the first recording was a three and a half hour drunken ramble (laughs) uh, between us two. Uh, that we tried to edit that took another two and a half hours to try to edit that but um yeah it's definitely a process and you slowly get used to it and you slowly learn things and you know eventually you're just getting stuff on the air and that's that's what it is I you know it's our, a process yeah I think our biggest thing was to put something out like I said earlier it became less about you know how perfect we could make it more about being us because our first episode encapsulates our entire friendship in one i feel like and people know that people who know us and people who don't they can kind of get to know us in that first episode wasn't perfect but it can really only go up from here so speaking of cam what are you drinking tonight tonight i brought a woodford reserve it's just your normal woodford reserve it's not a single barrel or double oak or anything like that and um it's pretty good. I can't lie. It's one of my go-tos, one of my favorites. It's priced out at like 35 bucks, so you're really not breaking your wallet to grab a 750 of one of these. Not bad. And um Yeah. Give us some ASMR. Give us a little little sip action. Ooh. Oh, my ice cubes almost melted. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah, it goes down smooth. It's uh doesn't got a big burn. Doesn't have a kick to it. Doesn't make you want to hate your life. Um yet. Uh just recently before yet. the episode, I was looking at a review of it and you know, a professional review and it's like on the finished flavor, you get hints of green pepper and leather and tobacco and I, I can never taste any of that. I just, I mean, bourbon's bourbon to me. It goes down smooth or it doesn't go down smooth. I like the flavor. I don't like the flavor. Um, but this one, it's 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 definitely got a good um, good kick. taste to myself. Good kick? Uh, kick, tiny kick. Hmm. Not a big one. Interesting. We're Very have doable. To, we'll have to swap and see how it goes. Oh, 100%. Um, so for my rating on the woodford my four roses was a 6.1 my woodford reserve would have to be i'd have to say a 6.8 6.8 you know i respect your lower ratings i think i go too high and then i have to drag it back down once i'm hungover as hell the next day well to me if if we keep this going like the Woodford Reserve is a great bourbon. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could easily say I love it 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But if we keep going and like the Woodford Reserve at $35, it's a 10 out of 10 for dollar for dollar. Yeah. But a it if we get more and more into it and more expensive, there's like uh, Garrison Brothers mm-hmm. that they're – cheapest batch is 100 bucks a bottle their most expensive batch is 500 bucks a bottle god (laughs) um if i go into the scotch game there's johnny walker that's 200 bucks a bottle for the or 250 for the blue oh there's a black label too right yeah so it goes black actually i don't know how the colors go 
But I think it was like black, red, green, blue. It's just a lot either way. Yeah. And then they have a bicentennial that's $1,000 a bottle. Good roughly. Lord. So I'm being very stingy on my ratings. <laughs> Okay, because I know, I know eventually we're going to ramp it up. Yeah, ramp it up. And then I want to save like my nines and or my eight and a halfs and up for, you know, what deserves eight and a half and up. Okay. I, yeah, I need to slow my roll. I was going too hard first rating. But that's okay. Can't take it back. We're going to roll with it. Yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. So for tonight, I'm drinking a classic, uh, 19 Crimes Cabernet Sauvignon 2019. Fun fact about this bottle of wine, which I'm sure a lot of people know, but if you don't, they have an app you can download, and it can scan the label. I'm doing it right now as we speak, because each label has, like, a convicted felon on it. And, ooh, this says, bird's eye view of Millbank Prison. Wow, and the whole thing becomes, like, a virtual reality experience, which is so cool. Normally it says who the the felon is but apparently what happens if you hit info it would probably give me info <laughs> oh it says okay there we go the, the men and women on our labels are not these a fiction they were flesh and blood rebels and poets and each was sentenced to a punishment by transportation what banished to australia for committing one of the 19 crimes download the experience to hear these historical convicts tell their incredible true stories that's going to be a no for me at the moment, but it is wicked cool. And, I mean, this wine's pretty cheap. I honestly didn't save my receipt, so I don't know how much it costs, which, you know, that's the professionalism in me. Um, as far as taste, super good. Drinkability, super easy. Uh, if I'm trying to be a snob, it's pretty light. No legs on the glass, really. Yeah, it's like a, it's a good beginner wine, especially um, Cabernet Sauvignon. That's... One of my favorite reds. I think it's very easy to drink. You can get a little dicey with the Merlots and stuff if you're not like a huge wine drinker. But this isn't bad. Should we trade? Yeah. Let's trade it up. Should we clink first? Clink. clink. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Let me do a smell. Now you smell. What do you think? It smells a lot fruitier than my bourbon. Yeah. Although, you know, this bourbon kind of smells like my mouth's going to water when I drink it. Probably is. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, whoo That tastes like... Oh, that tastes like that wine. That tastes like wine. <laughs> that tastes like wine. That tastes like wine. I can never, like, judge wine. I got... I, like, I just haven't drank it enough, like, recreationally. I mean, yeah, that's like me with whiskey, too, though. It's kind of like every time I try yours, either I shiver like I just did, or I'm like, okay, not bad. That one's not bad. It, But it does, it hits you quicker than most, I feel like. That's kind of the draw or maybe the setback for some people. That particular bourbon. So it's got, like, the kick at the beginning for you. That Yeah, that gave me the kick at the beginning, not at the end. I feel like with wine, most people's issue with wine is, like, they just straight up don't like the flavor. And that's cool. Not everyone is a wine drinker, but I feel like everyone could find their particular wine. For me, put a couple ice cubes in that red wine. It'd be tasty to me. Um, I have to own up to something, and I really don't want to, but I was forced to by my friend Allison Hogan. 
and <laughs> in our Give previous scoop. in our previous episode I had said that I don't put ice cubes in my red wine and that is not necessarily true. I occasionally will chill my red wine. And Allie basically called me a liar, so I'm retracting my statement, okay? I'm not a phony. Holler at Allie for keeping us honest. <laughs> keeping us humble. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, normally you're not supposed to put ice in red wine. It's just a fact. I was going with the facts. Sometimes I cheat, okay? Sue Fuck me. it. Do it if you want to do it. Sue me. But these, these past couple bottles I've had, no ice. I'm telling you right now, every glass of red wine I've had, ice in ice it. In it. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's why I kind of like, I'm a junkie for a white wine. I just like the crisp, the cold. I like iced coffee, too. I don't know if that really goes hand in hand, but I'd prefer something cold always than something hot. It's just kind of my vibe, but that's okay. So, Allie, fuck you. Um, Appreciate you for keeping me honest, but also, again, fuck you. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways, don't want to give her any more free airtime. So, back to my rating of my 19 crimes tonight. I would say this wine is a 7.2 out of 10. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's very easy to drink. But like Cam said, I feel like I'll probably try to up my ante as we go on. So, we're going to go 7.2 out of 10. So, for this episode, we are going to do a segment called Name That Vine, where Lexi... Our manager has <laughs> created um, a list of catch words or phrases. So she's going to show me a word, and then Alyssa's going to guess a vine from that word once I tell her, and vice versa. It seems simple, but as most of you know, vine has died several years ago, so we're just trying to keep it alive. We're still trying to keep it alive. We're trying to keep it alive. We love TikTok. We'll do a TikTok episode, but... Vine is what gives us happiness, so as of now, this is what we're going to do. All right, so we're going to start now, so I'm going to say the catch word to Alyssa. Catch word is potato. I'm really upset because I, I think I'm only thinking of a TikTok, which is, I'm a potato. Yeah, that's definitely just a TikTok. And it's not that. Do you want to know what the vine is? Oh, shit! <laughs> a potato flew around the room before you get <laughs> You got to do a better job at hiding them. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I, I can't say it and not the vine voice. 21. <laughs> What's 9 plus 10? Do I name one? <laughs> I'm two for two, technically. I'm not looking now. So, Kim, you can just say it. Basketball game. <laughs> I got a basketball game tomorrow. My name's Trevor. I got a basketball <laughs> game tomorrow. <laughs> and broom, broom. <laughs> I'm in me mom's car. Broom, broom. Get out me car. Aw. <laughs> Hot tub. <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, two guys in hot tubs sitting, sitting six fart apart. <laughs> six fart apart. Six fart. Sitting six feet apart because we're not gay. <laughs> so now it's a list of doing the last ones. Okay, yeah, so I'll do for Cam now. <laughs> oh, see, like, I want to say it the way that they say it. Milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> I 
Okay, next one. <laughs> roommates. And they were roommates. <laughs> okay, and... <laughs> Del Taco. <laughs> Come down to Del Taco because you can get a free Shavishkarendanu. <laughs> That couldn't have been more off. Free Shavakadu. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm deaf. Or blind. Valentino bag? Red lipstick on my white Valentino bag? Fuck, I didn't know that. Nice. All right, one more. <laughs> E-G-G-Z-M-A. Yep. You got eggs, <laughs> So, going off of uh, the end of episode one of where I said what is important is what's happening right now. What is happening in Alyssa's life right now? Well, I'm single. Been single for a while. Kind of okay with it as I round into my late 20s, you know. Would I like a boyfriend? Probably. Do I need a boyfriend? Also, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, life is good. I really can't complain. I feel like I'm in a good spot with my job. I'm in a good spot with my life. I like coming here doing this. So as of right now, I'm fulfilled. But, you know, I mean, hopefully around the corner there's some surprise that's going to kind of sweep me off my feet. Whether it's a man, whether it's like an opportunity. I don't know. I feel like the best ones always just come out of nowhere. So, and honestly? Side question, before you respond to that. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Um, what, what is it you do right now? For work? Cause I, yeah, I remember you were working up in um, Newburyport mm-hmm. with the marketing and stuff. with. Yeah, so currently I work for a PR agency, and I have a large client that I run social media for. So I am the community manager. What does manager. PR stand for? Uh, public relations. Ah, boom. There we go. Yeah, so... So my, it's in the same realm. Yeah, so my agency is like an umbrella, and underneath, uh, there's like a million clients, a million employees, people who specialize in a lot of different things. I love it. I kind of fell into it in the sense where I didn't necessarily know that this is what I wanted to do, but got a promotion past few months, which was great. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's have a clink to that. Hit me... Clank. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, work is good. I think I opted back to go into the office at least two times a week. So pretty soon, instead of being in the dungeon of my apartment, I will be back in Newburyport, which I love. It will be weird because working from home and getting up like 15 minutes before you need to be online is a game changer. But in the same token, I think it'll be good for me. So I'm excited. And Newburyport, it's gorgeous. I love Newburyport. Isn't it the best? Yeah, it is one of the best. I love going out there. They have a antique shop mm. called is it Oldies? I, I believe it's called Oldies, and I I I go down there. I'll walk through Oldies. I I really hope it's Oldies at this point. <laughs> but <laughs> I walk through that antique shop and just look at everything they have, and then walk down the pier, see all the boats and everything. Like just a great vibe. Great vibe. Oh, it's awesome. Especially in the summer, too. 
And I mean, we've missed out on it now for like a year and a half because of COVID. But when I was there in the office full time, every day I would take a walk at lunch, go to like the best restaurants, walk towards the water, see all the boats. It was so nice. And then there was one time too, they had this like festival. I'm sure they have it every year. And it was just a lot of like local places that came out. And yeah, I think it's in the fall. Yeah. And they were like just selling a bunch of shit. We should actually look that up to see if they're doing the fall festival. I'm so down. This year, I, I would think they maybe would. I mean, I don't know because the da, 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 the Delta variant, da, da, da. but I would hope so. I don't know. Newburyport's a good time. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, Newburyport rocks. Anyways, what's new with you, Cam? Uh, there's a lot new with me. So I recently switched jobs. Um, Hell yeah. Within the same field, same company. Um, I went from a management position of managing and supervising a shop to working into that shop as a machinist. Okay, love that. So it's definitely a a big jump that took a lot of thought and effort to figure out. But um, in the long run, I feel like I made the best decision for me. Well, and to change your schedule too, right? Yeah, definitely to change my schedule because I was working nights like 2.30 to 10.30. And, you know, that obviously doesn't work out with um, my fiancé. Um, not seeing each other and not having quality time with each other. And then basically ends up you're jamming all of your free time and all of your plans into two days on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Which was rough, so... And I mean, that got rough for us too, because we had opposite schedules. I work 8.30 to 5.30 every day and some weekends too. So trying to find a time to record, that got tough for us. Yeah, that was definitely a part to play in it as well. Because we went we went months where we didn't work on anything, yeah. talk about anything. So I think it was definitely a, the best call for overall. And are you in a... A position where too you can like change that down the road as well again or do you think you're here to stay for a bit well like move back up yeah um i mean maybe eventually it would definitely be harder mm-hmm. since i moved up and dropped back down like people could view that as uh you know well he did it once he's gonna go back again we're not gonna bump him up but in the other realm i i got in to my job young Mm -hmm. and I got 31 years to go before I retire so it's like (laughs) but who's counting I mean and anything can happen definitely not me (laughs) you know what though I think that it also shows a sign of maturity to make that decision especially to your higher-ups who you know most people think like people want to just go up 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 and up but to calculate your decision your you know your income and the quality of your life, that takes a mature man. So I feel as though down the road, if things, you know, become a little different again, your schedule changes. I think that that decision you made alone just shows you're a leader. So I don't think you'll have a problem moving back up and maybe even further. So only time will tell. But as of right now, if you're happy, that's really all that matters, you know? Yeah, definitely feel you. That's why I made the change. 
Well, I think this is the perfect time to kind of cap our second episode. This was so much fun. And again, we cannot thank everyone enough for listening to us. And hopefully the 77 people who listened to episode one will come back for episode two and three and four and so on. This has been the best time of our lives. And we have so much more in store. Do you agree, Cam? 100. <laughs> we would love it if you guys followed us on Spotify at Whiskey and Wine Podcast. And remember to hit that notification button. <laughs> yes, please. So you know when we post. And we are working on getting our podcast on all other platforms. It is taking a minute. I kind of assumed that it would just kind of be a seamless process using this certain software. But lo and behold... It's not. So, so bear with us, please, and continue to listen and share. We're so excited, and we can't wait for you guys to come on this journey with us. Peace. <laughs>